Good afternoon, Packers fans. Aaron Negler here with your Packers Daily Chat. Coming to you live on the Cheesehead TV social channels. It's Wednesday, hump day. Hope you're all doing great out there, wherever you are in the world, because that's what we do. We connect with Packers fans. We're devoted to you worldwide. That's how we roll here at Cheesehead TV. Uh, the other way we roll is giving shouts out to our friends, like the folks over at Ticket King. People, if you want to watch the Green Bay Packers play football this year, make sure you head to CheeseheadTV.com, utilize our schedule, and find individualized links for each and every game, home and away, preseason, regular season, everything Green Bay Packers and football. You want to go and utilize Ticket King. You don't want to use Ticketmaster, StubHub, SeatGeek, none of that national nonsense. You want to use a Wisconsin-based company. Hell, they got a spot right across from Lambeau Field. They've been in Wisconsin since the early 90s. Use CheeseheadTV.com or our app, or hell, there's a link in the description of this video. Any of those will get you to Ticket King. You can buy your Packers tickets there. Do it, people. You know you want to. Hope you're all doing well. Uh, make the opening real quick today, because I just want to say, look, Joe Barry, meet me here at Camera One. Joe, buddy, I know you read stuff, and you know what the narrative is around the fact that you have been retained as defensive coordinator. And there's also the consideration of how much better your defense seemed to play down the stretch last year and instances where you know you can point to certain plays you can point to certain coverages where you got a pretty damn talented secondary let them cook man let them cook you paid these guys a number of them you know you've got some athletes there you got some parlance of our time you got some dogs back there let them hunt let those dogs hunt, man. I, I, I understand there are schematic considerations, and I understand there's tendencies and situational calls and everything. I understand it. But, man, let them off the leash a little bit. You've got guys like Jair Alexander, Rasul Douglas, dudes who are going to be happy to get up in the grill of these opposing wide receivers. Let, let, let them go, man. And, yes, are they going to get beat every once in a while? No doubt. No question about it. You can live with it, man. You can live with it. Because for every time that they get beat, they're going to beat up that opposite dude more often than not. Look, I, again, I understand this is very 30,000-foot level kind of stuff. And I'm not pretending to get down into the granular of what you're supposed to do in the Fangio scheme and what you guys, how you want these guys to play certain situations and what have you. I understand there's a world of stuff that we sitting on the outside do not understand. But I can tell you this. I know it when I see it, and I have seen it intermittently with your guys, especially in that game against Minnesota, especially when you let Jair Alexander get after it with Justin Jefferson, the greatest wide receiver in the league, by the way, who he completely shut down. And I'm not saying he's going to do it every week. I'm not saying he's going to do it every play. I'm just saying, let these guys hunt, man. Let them cook. Begging you from my soul. It's my PSA for Joe Barry this morning, or this afternoon, I should say. Hope you're all doing well. Good to see everybody. Mr. Tundra, hello. Brandy's here. Of course, Brandy's here. How are you? Aaron Harper, how you doing, man? Sandy, hello. How are you? <laughs> Double. Is this November? Not even close. Nags, no love for MacArthur Lane on your list. Wind and rains. Reading comprehension is a struggle, even in this year of 2023. Not my list, my friend. Go back and read it. Go back to cheeseheadtv.com and read.
There's an author. And he did a, a lot of good work putting that list together. Uh, Brandy, what's up? I say challenge the short and medium more than the long for a change every few plays or series. I mean, mixing it up is a must. There's no doubt about it. And again, there are situational calls. There are things where I understand the reasoning for oh, the word stick in my throat, soft coverage. But, you know, we all know. We all know it when we see it in regards to corners playing 12 yards off on third and four. We all know it. Again, let them hunt, man. Give them a chance to win. Begging you. Begging you. Mm. <laughs> Jim, five to ten yards off on third and short is pretty messed up. Yeah, it's uh, it's unfortunate. Let's just say that. AJ says, over under .5 games, Quay gets kicked out of a game this season. I'm hoping for that under. You're a weird one, AJ. Very weird one. Ben, what's up? Maybe a little bit of an ego with Barry. Wants the D to be successful because of him versus just raw talent. I don't think that's the case. I mean, this is a guy who's had two really bad stints as a coordinator prior to this, and now he's been handed probably the most talent he's ever had. He'd be smart to utilize it, and I don't think it's a pettiness or ego thing. I think he's trying to do what's best for the Packers, and that's the thing. I like. I do not doubt for a moment that Joe Barry has every, you know, reasoning for doing what he what he does, you know, the calls he makes. And I do think he gets a, a bit more slander than he probably deserves, but that's the nature of the beast, especially in the game of NFL football. Um, but there's certainly not a thing where he thinks, I don't, I would never buy that he's, oh, I've got to make it about me, you know. I, I just don't buy that. Uh Barry doesn't know anything other than what? Barry doesn't know anything other than what he has been taught, unable to adapt or adjust. The mark of a what? Mark of a great coach. Bradley, um, I'm going to quibble with your uh, interpretation here because, if anything, last year shows a great capability and ability to adjust. Go look at and If you purchased the Cheesehead TV draft guide and read Dara's piece about the change in the defense, you would know. That is definitely not the case. Uh, he adapted very much last year. And the numbers bear that out, especially the last five games of the season. Post-bye week, they were a very different defense. Now, you can talk about the situations and context around those games because certainly there were contributing factors, no doubt about it. But the defense was called very differently, played very differently, and was much more successful. So, yeah, I don't, I don't agree with your police work there, Norm. David says, we'll be attending training camp this year. What are the odds I'll get to try my first carry the G? Very, very good, David. Had a meeting about it this morning, actually. Uh, yes, carry the G will be available by the time training camp kicks off. So if you're in the Wisconsin area, and I mean the entire area of Wisconsin, you'll be able to get a carry the G. Uh, does soft coverage indicate lack of confidence in the safeties? I don't think so necessarily. I think it's more a product of the traditional way that the scheme is run. You know, um, I don't think it really says a whole lot about the safety play, the confidence or lack thereof in the guys back there. Um, it's just much more scheme driven than anything else. Uh, can you make a non-alcoholic carry the G? Someday, sideline, when we get bigger, 
and uh, we're further down the road. Got to make carry the GG of success first before we start making a non-alcoholic version. Uh, Paul, does A-Rod consider Salah as a challenge since he owned him in years past? I know we're past A-Rod questions. I'll take all questions, my brother. Um, does he consider him a challenge? I mean, I know he considers him a really good defensive coordinator. Now, as far as a head coach goes, that's going to be fun to watch. The push and the pull, you know, going for it on fourth down, things of that nature. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. Calls on third and short. Rodgers goes deep in those situations. How does that play out? I don't know, man. I'm I'm fascinated to watch it. Green Ranger. As a Texan, I really want to try carry the G or spotted cow. Well, get yourself up to Wisconsin, my friend. There are, there are trains and planes leaving every day. <laughs> hey, folks, Snags, what's up? Can you make a carry the G protein shake for us gym rats? All right, everyone calm down. We are like, all right. Okay, let me look at the camera here, the, the screen. All right, we are we're here. All right, here's here's Carry the G. Like here's where Carry the G is right here. You guys are all like over here. You guys are like here. I need I'm Carry the G right here. I need it to progress, okay, and then grow into something before we start talking about other Carry the Gs. All right, let's just all calm down. <laughs> Can you make Carry the G juice packs? <laughs> Oh, man. I'm in. I'm all in on Carry the G Juice Packs. That's actually a really good idea. <laughs> oh, that's really good. Oh, <laughs> I can't even read this name because I, I, can't, I can't figure out how to pronounce it. But the, the, the comment is, safe to assume we're not very excited about the D coordinator. Legless, what's up, man? How are you? Hope you're doing well. Oh, now everyone's just throwing out their carry the G possibilities. <laughs> like a carry the G fanny pack. Look, we've got, we don't have a fanny pack, but we do have carry the G merch in our store, and there is a ton of it. A ton of different things that we've put carry the G on. So hop to it. There should be a shelf down below on YouTube. You can get to our store right there. <laughs> the offense, uh, offensive line, We'll have the Packers so far ahead so often that the secondary will be able to cook. Now, see, now you're talking, Mick. You know what you're talking about right there? That's called complimentary football, something we saw precious little of last year. Like where your head's at. Go with that. Run with that, man. We got, what, a month to go yet. Let's just dream of offensive domination, big-time points being put up, and the defense just being able to get after it. like how you think. I like it. Godsmack, what's up, man? Haven't seen you in a while. How you doing? I can't wait to see our second-year guys this season. Hopefully we don't get bit by the dreaded sophomore slump bug like last year. Between Stokes, Myers, and Newman, it was hard to watch at times. You are not lying, man. It was tough, and I would add, you know, they weren't second-year players in the NFL, but second-year with the team in Rasul Douglas and Devondre Campbell, they didn't at least start out meeting those expectations and the standard they had set the year before, right? I think across the board, though, you're absolutely spot on in that assessment as far as dudes that you were definitely hoping, you talk about that first to second year jump, would at least start out to you know look like they're continuing to develop. I'm not going to say they all took a step back, but they certainly didn't seem to be taking steps forward. And in Stokes' case, it sure looked like he had taken a step back. So I'm with you. We really need 
guys like Watson, Zach Tom, Quay Walker, et cetera, Devont- Devontae Wyatt, all those dudes, you're really hoping they take a step forward. They can't afford, especially with the team as young as it is, um, transitioning like it is, they cannot afford for those guys to stay stagnant or, or regress. No question. John, what's up? Can you smell Jair is cooking? I love it. Jim says, Sewell is playing out of position early on. Very, very true. Um, and that's why I talked about a, and Corey reiterated with his broken triangle analogy, um, a bit of a disconnect there between the uh, front office and the coaching staff. Because if you're going to pay to bring Rasul back and ensure that he's part of your squad and part of your program, why are you bringing him back to play in the slot where he hasn't played and it's clearly not suited for? Forcing that square peg into a round hole always seemed like an odd idea. Um, but there's no doubt that even when he did get kicked outside, there you know it's not like he was magic. Um, he played better outside. There's zero doubt about that. Um, but he needs to he needs to recapture the form that we saw early on uh, his first kind of you know stint in Green Bay. And I'm not saying he has to be pick six and dudes every week. Like that's not the expectation. Um, a little bit more consistent though, no question about it. Uh, Preston, thanks for the super chat. Do you think that Barry will have our DBs play 40 yards off scrimmage even on third and short, or do you think Matt will have him change it up? I, you know, I never know anymore because, I, you know, we've heard Matt talk about it several times. And, in fact, I think it was last year or maybe it was the year before, Matt brought it up unprompted as far as his disappointment with and wanting more in those situations. But doesn't seem like much changes. So, I, again, this is where I talk about situational, right, and schematic things and things that are driven by scheme. And I got to think this is somewhat scheme driven. Don't ask me how it works. Don't ask me what their expectations are. But when you see it again and again and again, it's got to be something that they teach, that they, they want their guys to be doing, because if it wasn't, it would change. And that's what just drives me nuts. Now, I will say I'm fascinated to see what happens with a new coach in the secondary. With Greg Williams' arrival, what will change? We've heard Barry talk a little bit about it, right, as far as needing to get a lot more consistent back there. And I think, you know, some of the rules that they have, third down, et cetera, um, bunch sets, who takes who on some of the match stuff and things of that nature, I think they, those are things they they know they need to clean up. So I'm interested to see, obviously, their first kind of glimpse at that will be during training camp. That's one of the things I'm definitely going to be watching for early on. What else we got here? We got Ryan. What's up, man? I think that ever since the Ted Thompson era, the pack has been super focused on the offense to the detriment of the entire team. I think there's some truth to that when it comes to Ted, but I, th- I would think and I would say that it's pretty clear that Brian, and this is something we talked about last year when he was on my podcast, you know, it's been a pretty concerted effort to get and to build a more well-rounded team. Now, that doesn't mean those parts that he's tried to round out personnel-wise that they've played better or come to the fore in any way, uh, a meaningful way, but I think there's a concerted effort on Brian's part to make it a more complete team. Uh, Hasn't always performed that way. There's certainly disappointments there, but I wouldn't put that on Brian. Like With Ted, I think there's certainly a case to be made. No question about it. And hey, if you believe Brady Papinga, 
Uh, Papinga said, point blank, Ted told him at one point, and I believe it was either when he was signing a contract or letting him go. I can't remember which it was. But at one point, Brady said that Ted specifically said that he was just building around Aaron because Aaron was so good that their whole philosophy was we're just going to build around our quarterback. So that gives some validity what you're saying. But, uh, yeah, again, with Brian, I just – I don't know, man. That's, I don't I don't buy that one. Uh, what else we got here? Abdul's here. What's up, man? Hey, Aaron, if the defense kicks ass when the joint practices happen and to a lesser degree training camp, you're not putting any stock in that, right? Zero point zero. None. Hey, man, I hope they kick ass. That would be great. It's better than the other thing, right? But, yeah, no. Until things are live, until there's game planning, until they're, you know, trying to work on the Packers' weaknesses and things like that in a game situation, I ain't buying nothing. I hope they dominate the Patriots in joint practices. That'll be great. I hope they dominate the Bengals in joint practices. That'll be awesome. But I ain't, I ain't getting excited about it. Fool me once, Joe Barry. Fool me twice. Legless, what's up, man? Zach Tom wins a starting job by the end of the season. Which position is it? Ooh, ooh. Wins it, you're saying? Or does someone lose it and or get injured? Um, I think he, he's got a real good chance of winning either the right tackle or center position coming out of camp. We'll see, but um, I like the idea of him at center. I want to see it in action. Um, I know Brian said that was his preferred position or what Brian thought was his best position coming out of college. Um, I'd love to see him get some legit reps with the ones. And I know he's taken a few reps at center uh, last year in camp and then this offseason, but I don't think it's been with the ones. I want to see it. I think it could be cooking with gas. Um, Abdul, thanks again, man. Who's more important for the defensive success, Wyatt Walker or Stokes? It's a very good question. I got to say Devontae Wyatt. Uh, they need him to step up in a big way. And if you listen to my chat with Justice yesterday, you'll know that's the one area on this r- roster where I'm like, I would not be surprised in any way, shape, or form if Brian made a call prior to camp starting and brought in a veteran body. Because, man, they need the bodies and they need to perform better up there. You know, Quay, yes, important, no doubt about it. Stokes, you definitely want to see him rebound and regain his rookie form, right? those would definitely help. But if Wyatt can reach his potential, a true disruptor up front, both against the run and the pass, you guys know me. It's all about the play in the trenches. That dictates everything in this game. So, yeah, for me, it's Wyatt. If they got a player there, and it looks like they do, it certainly looked like they you know, started to just scratch the potential there towards the end of last year. If he takes a step... That, that bodes well for this defense, no doubt about it. Um, what else we got here, folks? Got that one. Oh, Quinn, what's up, man? Thanks for the Super Chat. Watching Luke Musgrave and Bakhtiari slam beers together brings a tear to my eye. Team bonding at its finest. Wasn't it Tucker? Uh, or maybe it was Musgrave. I don't. I didn't look at it closely. I just saw that Bakhtiari was chugging beers and went, oh, there's Bakhtiari chugging beers and kept scrolling. But I thought it was Tucker. I know it was one of the rookie tight ends. Maybe it was both of them. I don't know. I don't get into the nitty-gritty of the beer chugging unless I'm involved. Then I would know who was there. But, yes, I'm with you. It is great to see. I'm all about that life. Callum, what's up? Who are you looking forward to seeing in training camp? 
David Bakhtiari. Love that he's going to be out there. Um, you know, last year he and Elton starting with the individual stuff on the side, rehabbing. Hated to see that. So I love that he and Elton will be out there. Um, obviously, the answer is almost always the young guys. You want to see what they've got, right? Like how they look comparative to NFL talent. You know, we read and we hear so much about these guys throughout the offseason, especially once they get drafted. You start digging into their story and looking at their college tape, and you're trying to figure out, oh, are they, like, the real deal, and are they going to help the Packers? You can't really start to get any of those answers until those pads come on, and they start at least somewhat going at it for real. So, yeah, most of the young guys. um, But if I had to drill down and say, you know, this is the one that really kind kind of piques my interest, um, it's hard, man. I mean, Lucas Van Ness is obvious, but I don't know, Jaden Reed, I think he's going to be exciting. I think they can get him in space and capture lightning in a bottle. Lord knows. Uh, I'm excited by Kuhn's observation from one of the offseason practices where he said this team is so noticeably faster and more physical looking than they've been in a long time. I'm about that life, I'll tell you that. Uh, Nash with Yash. Still need to make that happen. Nash, Nash with Yash every Tuesday. She's at TV. Uh, Lewis, can they afford to let Nyman walk? Well, they're not going to let him walk. I mean, maybe next year, but it's not going to happen this year. Um, and can they? Well, they might have to. I mean, we'll see. Uh, but there's so much to play out between now and then. Let's 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 get through 2023 first. Ed, thanks for the super chat. By most accounts, Mitch Trubisky is outstanding in practice. <laughs> I don't doubt it. I do not doubt it. Most people are this time of year. Shorts and t-shirts. I love it. Jesse, what's up? Do you think our O-line will be better than last year? Yes. 100% I do. Um, obviously, a big component, a big part of it is having David and Elton healthy out the gate. Um the domino effect there really destroyed them up front last season. I think they were counting on guys that they probably shouldn't have been, um, especially that first month of the season. They are going to be much, much better this year, noticeably so. And uh, I'm excited, especially, you know, in some of the pass pro stuff, you're obviously, you want your young quarterback to have kind of the best protection possible. But for me, I can't wait to watch these guys fire off the ball and maul people in the running game. I think they've got a good chance to be a pretty damn good team in that regard. So we will see. Uh, Hey, Nagler, if someone told you that a Packer won an end-of-season award this year, what award and player would you predict it to be? A Packer won an end-of-the-season award. Is a player? has to be a player? Because I tell you what, if you're the Packers in general – the end of the year, Matt LaFleur, coach of the year, finally gets his due. Book it, Dano. Uh, <laughs> Logan. Again, we are winning the next 15 Super Bowls in a row. We are going to – all right, all right, relax, relax. Jones wins the Walter Payton Award. I hope so, Rick. I know he's up for it every year and usually goes to someone else, but, man, he deserves it. There's zero doubt about it. All right, buddy, I'm going to have to get going. I can't thank you enough for hanging out, talking Packers each and every day, Monday through Friday, right here on the Cheesehead TV social channels. Please do me a monster favor. Hit like on the video. Lewis is in here under the wire with a super chat. What's up, man? 
different starter by at center by the end of the season. Lewis, there could be a different starter at center coming out of camp. And uh, look, I want Myers to be successful. I'm not saying that it's like it's a done deal. But if he gets true competition, I, that's, I think that's a good thing for the Packers, and I think Zach Tom can provide it. And I'm fascinated to see how that plays out. So, yeah, could there be? Absolutely. Is it written in stone? No. We'll see how he performs. All right, everybody, i got to get going. Thank you so much. Uh, please hit like, hit subscribe, tell your friends, tell your family. Cheesehead TV, we are devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. Thanks a lot, everybody. Have a great night. Go Pack Go. 